Defenders podcast, the fan podcast about the Marvel Netflix series. I'm Claire. I'm Matt. <laughs> I'm Mel. <laughs> I'm Tammy. We, we did it, sort of, yay! <laughs> First time in a long time, all four of us have been here. <laughs> uh, we are all here this week, and we have a special guest, a special last-minute guest. We thought we'd do a... Uh, a reunion of some of the other podcasts that we have done as people. So Tammy and I have as both people. worked with this person as people, uh, as pod people. Tammy and I have both worked with this special person, and so have uh, Matt and Mel. It's the man, the legend, it's Brad. Woo! <laughs> 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 Hooray! <laughs> there you go. What an introduction, Brad. You've never had such an introduction. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> um. Brad, thank you for coming on, because you had notice of, what, an hour and a half? <laughs> yeah, an hour and a half while we were doing another podcast. Yeah, I was like, hey, yeah. uh, do you want to come on? Because I didn't know if Matt and Mel would be on this week, so otherwise I was like, it's just going to be me and Tammy. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Me and yeah. Tammy can talk for hours, but you know. <laughs> it's cool. I just rewatched this episode, uh, at least 80% of it, in uh, two times speed, so uh, <laughs> I've got a vague idea. Well, I will say, you have already seen the entire series, haven't you? I have. Because I remember you messaging me about how excited you were about zombie uh, Swamp Thing Harold when he came back yes. from the dead. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so, yeah, so you've sort of rewatched this episode a bit to remind you of what happened. Lots of talking mm. in this episode, not much action. <laughs> cool. Uh, so I've got a quick bit of news for you guys, and I know there's some stuff that um, Tammy and I wanted to discuss earlier. Um, but I said, save it, save it to Defenders yeah. podcast, Terry. We're saving it. So first bit of news is that it's been confirmed that we will probably be getting Luke Cage season two, Jessica Jones season two and Daredevil season three next year. So we are we are going up to uh, three uh, series a year, which is what obviously what we're going to have this year as well. Um, so we're going to be busy, guys, potentially. Um, no, no, uh, <laughs> no Iron Fist season two? Not announced as yet, but I imagine that would be the year after anyway. Um, but I don't know. I, I hope they do a season two. Too much I, Do you? Maybe. Do you hope they do I, a season two? I do. I do, because, I mean... Well, not because Iron of... Meachums. Iron Meachums. Iron Meachums. Yeah. <laughs> not, not because of the character of Danny, necessarily, but I really want to see more of Ward, you know, and yes. I want to see yeah. more of Davos. Yeah. And yeah. this is also why I'm like, I, I really want, like, Sasha Darwin to be the next Doctor. I think he'd be great, but I kind of hope he's not, because then he won't do Iron for season two. Um Oh, what was that? Um, that was my phone, which I'm muting now. That's fine. I liked it. It was like a little a little uh, fanfare. Um, yeah. But I, I want to see more of some of the characters. I want to see Colleen team up with Misty Knight eventually, you know? So I hope there is a second season. Um, still have. Yeah, fingers crossed. They can have their own series. Oh, please, Daughters of the Dragon, the series, please. Oh. Um, and then in another bit of news, I actually mentioned this last week, but unfortunately I had to cut it out the episode because the sound played up for some reason. Um, but Tammy and I, I'm going to pass to you again, Tammy. It's like deja vu. Oh, um, so just over a week ago, we had a very special Saturday because we spoke to one of Tammy's favourite people in the world, uh, a.k.a. her favourite character in Iron Fist, Kyle. And we interviewed Alex Weiss. Uh, how was That's it, so Tammy? Fun. It was so fun. He's like so nice. He had a, uh, a lot of fun stories uh, to tell us, and of course, he shared 
um, information about his favorite ice cream. So. Of course. Yeah. All important things. <laughs> and he hates uh, corporate America as much as we do. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Amy, can, can I just... Mel wanted to say that... What did I want to say? That you're sorry for Oh, yeah, loss. I'm sorry for your loss. <laughs> <laughs> I was devastated. I almost didn't go on to the next episode. <laughs> and especially when the next episode was them just, like, shoving him in, like, behind a plant. In the greenhouse? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. In, like, a humid environment, a uh, humid environment where he's... Yeah, exactly. Cool. They turned him into fertilizer. <laughs> He will live on. It's the circle of life, Tammy. <laughs> it's the circle of Kyle. Um, yeah, so uh, honestly, check that interview out. It was really fun. It was also the uh, the interviewing debut of Tammy's daughter, Josie, who was on and also <laughs> interviewed Alex. And she was very professional and did a great job. <laughs> yeah, very important questions for him. The most important questions. Um, and then uh, I don't know if you guys wanted to, I don't know if we mentioned it last week I think we did for a bit but um, in DC News obviously Wonder Woman came out uh, which I saw and I really enjoyed so I think we mentioned that briefly last week didn't we Tammy? I don't remember if we did or not uh, I can't remember <laughs> I, I can't remember uh, I think we were saying you or you were if saying we did, Tammy we're that doing you're it again. we're doing it again your, your main um, we, we were discussing it last week I think or during the week and saying that it, it's it it was really good. I really enjoyed it. But um, enough with the forced romances now in superhero films, please. Enough. Yeah, it made you me know. like roll my eyes and want to scream at the screen. Just yeah. And throw my shoe at the screen. It was it was not good. It's <laughs> it it's a good. it's a plot beat that I I I feel like doesn't have to be in every single uh, no. superhero film to raise the stakes. You don't need it. Not at not at all. Yeah. Uh, but going back I, to, I oh. think it played, it did not play well for me in that movie in particular. So I didn't mind it. I thought like they had good chemistry, but I just felt like, why does there have to be a romance? I just yeah, why? I know. I just, Maybe it's because yeah, I'm single like, and bitter, and I want everyone else to be single and bitter. <laughs> I, I, Maybe. Yeah, I, I don't want to spoil it, but anyway, yeah. I was just think. shocked. I was just shocked that the film ended with Wonder Woman committing suicide. Oh, that was terrible. what really confused me. Yeah. <laughs> she just well, jumps off a bridge. No, they we can do have a, a Nubia yeah, a, a, a uh, movie, right? Isn't that her sister? Nubia? Or something like that. Uh, Does she have a sister? Oh, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> DC that much. Brad, you have to answer this question. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't know anything about a sister. I don't know. I want yeah, a Robin, Robin uh, Wright movie because she was awesome. Robin Wright was amazing. I was like, yeah, she was great. Anyway, going yeah. back to Marvel, um, there was also the release uh, yesterday or today. I can't remember. All the days are blending in at the moment. Um, but we got the release of the first poster and first trailer for Black Panther. And I don't know if Matt and Mel have seen it or not. Have you seen the trailer? Yeah. Oh, cool. So, yeah, go, guys. I know Tammy's very excited and probably wants to, yes. to squee about it first. Um, yeah. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan uh, is just, he just looks incredible. Everybody looks incredible in this movie. Mm -hmm. um, but, like, the way that they do his hair and his look, and I believe he's kind of like a, he's a bad character. He's not yeah, a, a nice character. Yeah, I think he's like man I, uh, I think He's maybe. Killmonger. I think it's his oh, name or something like mate, that. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, that's a villain. I mean, it's like Kilgrave. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, you got Hill in your name? 
probably your Irving Killmonger. Like yeah, he's a great guy. He's yeah, a mix. He's the he's Killmonger. the child of like Kilgrave from Jessica Jones and Ironmonger from Iron Man. <laughs> so I don't, you know, I don't know much about the um about uh, Black Panther, but watching the trailer and watching his character in particular, I'm like, I am going to like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and it's just so many, if you go to any article where it's kind of got like a lot of the shots from the trailer, you, you get a better idea of all the characters that they're showing Yeah, and just so much of the costuming and, and, uh, comes out or just looks like so incredible. Yeah. yeah I thought the visuals looked really nice. Yeah. yeah. It looks Colorful. beautiful. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. I love the cast as well. Um, I love Lupita Nyong'o, who's the, um, I can't remember her character's name, but she's the kind of love interest for the film, um, which I hope she does more than just that, because she's an awesome actress. And I can't remember the actress who's playing Black Panther's sister, um, who is also a, a great character in her own right, and also held the title of Black Panther in the comics. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And then you have, um, obviously, Andy Serkis camping it up with his South African accent, which was very <laughs> enjoyable. <laughs> Some of the scenery reminded me of Mad Max Fury Road. It was just kind of like, you know, the big yeah. cliffs. Oh, yeah. The one where they're all on the cliffs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind if they had a bit of Mad Max Fury Road in it. That would be awesome, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much uh, the news for this week. Um, so it's time to go into the episode, guys. And this week we are covering episode 11 of Iron Fist, Lead Horse Back to Stable. Uh, this was, I think Davos is trying to lead the horse that is Danny back to the stable of Kunlun, maybe? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> this was written Sounds by good. Ian, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, this was written by Ian Stokes and directed by Deborah Chow. And the description was, Claire uses her improvisational skills and Colleen gets conflicting information. <laughs> Danny, Danny yearns to be more than just a destroyer. <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm claire temple um all right just a few suggestions from the audience <laughs> and this is what we were saying last week like that's how she's making her money to have this like amazingly big apartment for new york <laughs> yeah and go she's on whose line is it anyway <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... what was your last job <laughs> <laughs> oh man Right, so uh, we get our first flashback, and uh, I think this is probably what Matt's, uh, maybe not this scene, maybe the one later in Kunlun, but this was what Matt meant last week when he was saying about uh, Kunlun being made of fiberglass rocks, because uh, we get a lot of <laughs> rocks for Kunlun this week. Um, mm. But we see little Davos in his robes running to the cave and finding Danny after this uh, big fight, and we see Danny's got his really bruised chest with his brand on it, and then he wakes up with his glowy fist, and then Davos is like, you did it! Uh, you, you're the Iron Fist. I'm going to be your second. We're going to face it together. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I love Davos. Davos is yeah. awesome. I love him I love so him much. Well. Uh, the, I, sorry, I don't know if you already discussed this. Why does he have bullseye powers? Who, Davos? I don't know, because I think I said on that episode, when he's sitting in the truck, and we didn't know who he was he's then. Yeah, he was Mysterious Food Truck Ninja. Um... I got really excited when I was watching this episode with uh, with Rebecca because I was like, oh, is it Bullseye? But then I thought that would be weird to have Bullseye yeah. in an Iron Fist show. But um, I really love Davos and like, and he is a bit kind of like I know Matt was saying last week he's a li- he can come come across as a little bit whiny. But it was weird because when I was watching this episode this time, 
I was I was imagining like what if he was the lead? What if he was the lead of the show? Yeah. And then when you watch it like that, Danny and Claire and Colleen, particularly Danny, are such total assholes. <laughs> like you could totally understand why he's getting pissed because yeah, completely I, on his side. Yeah, yeah fail, failure of an iron fist. Yeah, yeah. He oh, he wanted I, that. He took it, and then he's like, nah, I changed my mind. Yeah. I just love every every scene is like, so uh, do you have the iron fist? And he's like, no, I don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I should. <laughs> Like Davos said last week, uh, you're the worst Iron Fist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. I like. I feel like Danny should be a bit more uh, apologetic to Davos, because even when like later Davos says you ran away, and Danny's like, I didn't run, and it's like you did, you did, yeah. because you see in the flashback he got scared or he got worried or troubled that every day of his life was going to be guarding that gate. Well, tough shit. That's the job. But I think, uh, you know, I think maybe it's a little overkill having a fucking iron fist that has all this power and his job is is to man the gate. Well, yeah, yeah. but he, he did run away. Nobody. How about yeah. you just have, like, ten really skilled warrior monks at the gate and then send your iron fist out to do things of greater import? Or get your yeah. dragon to guard the gate. <laughs> your your yeah, undying like, dragon. Yeah. more powerful than, it, than, like, the other monks. Like, he's got this this iron fist that he can use every once in a while, but what can he use it? He can't wipe out a whole group of guys. He can, like, punch one guy or two or three guys with it, and then he's probably done. Well, he's also a beginning iron fist. Like, he 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 only just learned that he can open his fist, his hand, while having the iron fist, and he was amazed <laughs> at that. Um, so he's still got a lot yeah, to learn. Do you see the, the, the video of the old iron fist, like, a couple episodes ago, and that guy has two... Mm-hmm. Oh, two lighty hands, <laughs> which is what um, Iron Fist has in the comics as well. He has two glowy fists, so I'm guessing he, you know, maybe we'll see Danny get that by the end of this series or by the end of Defenders. I don't know, but um, like I think Dav. I mean, this is again is skipping ahead, but I think Davos is totally correct when he says, you know, because obviously Danny, as we find out later, saw that the gate to Kunlun was open, so he could leave. But as Davos pointed out, yeah, you saw the gate was open. That also means that people can get in and you ran away and you were the only one protecting it. Yeah. Like, at least close the gate before you leave. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Don't just follow the eagle and run away. Now, my question is, did Davos tell anybody he was going after Danny um, when he abandoned the gate as well? Oh, no. Now his dad's going to turn up and be like, you ran away. And Davos is going to be like, I didn't run. He's like... Yeah, he did. It's just going to be never-ending, everyone following each other. There'll be no one left in Kunlun. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. Um, so, uh, in the next scene, uh, Danny, we're back in the present day, Danny is looking in the mirror at his stab wound. He tries to summon the fist, but he can't. And we flash back to him fighting Bakudo, and then I put Danny has looks sad that he has fist impotence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, my note was, I hate when they have Finn Jones do the shaky head thing. I just hate yeah. it. Yeah, there's a bit later, like when he loses his temper with Colleen and he kind of explodes it, or with Claire, and he explodes at her, and I was like, oh, like I don't think he's good at doing anger. No. Um, like we said last week, I think he's great at doing the comedic stuff. Yeah, but anger is <laughs> anger eludes him. He yeah. can have some. Of- <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> Give him some of your rage. <laughs> 
Um, so Davos wants to return to Kunlun, and he says that Lee Kung is confused as to why Danny would abandon his post. Um, Danny's confused about how Davos found him, and I put probably the internet, duh. And then like Davos is like, oh, I found you on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> And Danny well, you know, destroys the phone. How did Davos know how to use the internet, but Danny didn't? <laughs> I don't know. But Danny, well, I was going to say Danny would have more idea about the. Well, Danny must know about the internet because he had an iPod. That's, yeah, he told he told Davos about the internet. Yeah. Oh. Because yeah, was like, oh yeah. He seemed to know how to do it when he met the dude oh, yeah. in the park that was showing him the internet. I know, but Davos was like, <laughs> you like you were right. The internet is useful, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I I just don't know how. Well, then, did Danny forget all that when he came to New York? <laughs> I don't know. It's just changed a lot. <laughs> yeah, you can do so he much. Was... I mean, when he when he was, before he went, he probably, you know, he was using yeah. Encarta, like Encyclopedia or something, <laughs> or whatever yeah. it was called. It would have definitely been dial-up. Yeah. Um, so you, yeah. log on to, you log on to AOL, and uh, <laughs> you go into keyword news. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Danny, yeah, so Danny uh, then destroys the phone because he doesn't want to be tracked. And Davos is sort of insistent, saying the path's going to close soon, but Danny still wants revenge. And Davos points out that he doesn't belong there. Revenge is not his duty. His duty is to guard Kunlun. And this is when he's like, I didn't run. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then da- this is when Danny says that Colleen is no one important. And I was like, oh, wicked burn. Tammy's like, I wish she was no one important to you, Danny. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's made her a worse character to be important to him. <laughs> we get her being a little a little bit badass in this episode, but again, it's all about the two guys. It's all about her feelings yeah. for Danny and her feelings for Bakudo, and it's like, oh, come on, Colleen. You're more than this. Yeah. It has to be about your feelings for Misty Knight and her robot arm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that, uh, Colleen arrives back at the dojo looking for Danny, and this is when Bakudo, Bakudo, like, he just appears everywhere. Like, in this episode, he does it twice, where someone will go somewhere, and he'll just appear. And I swear he must be, like, a teleporter or something. Because mm-hmm. was he just was he just waiting around for her to get there? I mean, yeah, he's I a professional creep, so... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he's always waiting around, like, hiding behind corners, just waiting for someone to appear so he can make a dramatic entrance. Like all the best villains? Well, yeah, true. <laughs> He's not all the best villains, though. I can't take this dude seriously for five seconds. Oh, why not? I, he's, I like, well, this whole hand subplot is just, I can't deal with it. It's so dumb, like, little teenser hand cult. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I, I thought his, I thought his, like, school for gifted, uh, yes. you know, yeah, exactly. was, uh, <laughs> was kind of ridiculous. Professor it's, X it's is there. Way, they need at least a hundred more extras if they're going to try this. And he's not menacing. He's just creepy like a cult leader. And they don't really play it up enough to really be threatening. I like the fact, uh, I like of how he plays it sometimes where you can see, because he, he tries to be sort of all calm all the time. And sometimes you can see this anger like bubbling under the surface, but he doesn't really let it explode that much. I like the way he plays that. But I think as a villain villain, he's not that um, uh, interesting, because we've got Harold, who's so much more interesting. It's He's middle management hand. Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, also, I actually looked up this actor, because um, we were talking about him last week, Tammy, and he's not a martial artist or a dancer, as far as I can see. He's predominantly an actor, but I didn't recognise anything that he'd been in before. Well, he, he picked up on some smooth moves. Yeah, he's got the smooth he moves. Yeah, yeah he, 
He looks a lot better fighting and doing Tai Chi than Danny does. <laughs> what were you say I, have a, I have a hard time believing that this school is so secret, too, because it's so big. Mm. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. how can you keep this secret from everywhere? Like, people, somebody must know about this, you know. The, and they're sending every, everyone that's graduating from the school is getting jobs, like. Everyone yeah. would want to come to the school. Yeah. Because yeah. that doesn't happen. They would <laughs> want know? to be spreading the word about this place. Like, if this place is great, guys. Like, you you know, they help you, get you up on yeah. your no, like I, I mean, recruitment at 100%. Come on now. <laughs> so, like, everyone wants to go to that school. Yeah. I just <laughs> wish they didn't have... I mean, I understand why they do it, because it's like a visual cue for when they arrive there. As an audience, we automatically know something's wrong. But I wish they didn't have everyone dressed in red and black, because then all I think of is like, like, does Bakudo like go to the local like Old Navy and just buy all the red and black <laughs> clothing items and like, like, just buy everything in every size just in case? It's like I'll take all your black hoodies and all your red hoodies. Come oh, on, and all your black and red T-shirts as well. He's got a sweatshop in there. <laughs> <laughs> like I just, I, I, I don't know. It's just, it's just dumb because it's obviously not oh. the students buying their own clothes. But it's not like a uniform either. It's just it's like, like Scientology. They've got yeah. their own little um, factory that's just making this. Yeah, it's just very. Well, you know, I don't know. Very Gal weird. Is, yeah, Gal sweatshop <laughs> makes drugs, and like Mel said, his makes clothes. That's just <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. It's just very odd. And making all the why are they all wearing baseball caps that are red or black? Is it just like I don't know? It's very strange. It's my my the thing I have the most questions about with this hand academy. <laughs> Yeah, so so Bakudo magically appears and asks where where she went, and then he says that Danny attacked him first, and Colleen's angry at Bakudo, and then Bakudo says uh, tells her to find Danny and then report straight back to him, and then in the next scene Claire is reading uh, she's borrowed all these books from Brad and is reading oh. them all all these books about <laughs> Reiki and healing. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I mean, fair enough in this universe. You know, yeah. Danny can heal using his chi. Yeah. But, yeah, I, guess, I mean, I guess. so it's a thing. Okay, well, well okay. Well, and that's, that's what Claire says, too, when she's reading it. She was like, well, I didn't believe in this, but I guess I'm reading up because Danny can heal people, so. Yeah, but it's kind of like, uh, no. I wish there was a dividing line. I wish they would say, yeah, none of that stuff's real. The real stuff is different because we're in a magic world, but... Yeah. I just don't I don't like blurring the line with reality. Yeah, I mean like I said, I think the the closest they came to doing that is her saying, Well, this is pseudoscience, however, Danny yeah. can and you know, she does say it. Yeah. But Danny Danny also fought a dragon, so <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like and I, mean, I don't it, think he gets the whole picture of how he became the Iron Fist. Yeah. It makes sense that Reiki is a thing in this world since she exists. But mm-hmm. like just the way they wrote that scene, like Oh, maybe I should look more into this. Like, people are going to listen to that and do that now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get uh, Reiki done tomorrow when I go to the hospital. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, my kidney. You oh, Claire, skip those... the hospital. Just skip the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, but but then, you know, those people also are going to become the Iron Fist, and then we'll all be dead. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Because that's, uh, that's how all this works, right? Yeah, <laughs> I really. Book about Re- Reiki. Uh, I learn about Chi, and I get to become the Iron Fist. <laughs> Some dude out there has already legally changed his name to Bakudo. You know it. 
worst dude ever. <laughs> oh, I hope so. That would be amazing. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. So, uh, Davos and Danny arrive. Um, this is the problem with having two characters who both start with a D and two characters that both start with a C. I have to call them Kla, Cole, Dav, and Dan. So, Dan and Dav arrive. <laughs> Uh, and in the next scene, Claire operates on Danny, uh, pulls out the metal tip of the knife. So I guess the point of that knife was just so the tip stayed in there. You know, it kind of like broke yeah. off the end. I couldn't remember if there was something to do with that knife it, or not. It looked like an like arrowhead when he put it in. It wasn't like a knife. It was almost like yeah. a, like an arrow. And I guess the head of the arrow thing just stays in you. Ugh. Ugh, I to break um, up and do more damage. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Does, does Danny's Iron Fist symbol look smaller to anyone else? Oh, no. <laughs> Shrinks as he loses yeah. his <laughs> It's oh, just going to be like a little extra nipple eventually. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, I didn't notice cold. that. <laughs> oh. It was in the pool. <laughs> Um, Claire, because she hasn't got time to stitch him up, she staples him up. I was like, ow! Every time she staples him, like, I just, I couldn't look. It was terrible. That was kind of a funny scene, though. Also, I love Davos being super sarcastic to her. That was amazing. (laughs) I love Davos. Was he sarcastic? I kind of thought he was serious. Oh, I thought there was sarcasm there, but maybe it's just the way Sasha Sasha Darwin delivered his line. I just thought it was... uh, Sarcasm. I, I like that would know about sarcasm. Well, I just like mean, he seems just so naive. Like I feel like naive yeah, people usually have a hard time was, understanding sarcasm. That's why I thought he was serious because he, yeah. yeah, he's like from a sheltered environment. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't oh, know. That staple, that staple gun thing is magic. His <laughs> 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 magic staples. <laughs> uh, and then this is when Danny explains about Bakudo. Uh, Claire's really worried about Colleen, so Danny sends Davos out the room. <laughs> And Davos is not happy. Poor Davos. He <laughs> just keeps getting sent out of the room. And then uh, he meets uh, and then he meets Claire's neighbors, like, hey, do you have the iron fist, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> no. Damn it. No. Oh, yeah. never mind. And then like uh and then Shield come by and they're like, Oh, we heard that um the Iron Fist is in New York, is it you? No. <laughs> oh. Uh and then this is when Danny explains that Colleen is with the hand, and Claire is very sceptical. Um, and this is when Danny gets angry and slams his hand down, David Duchovny style. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's I, about the level. Yeah, it's not good. I, <laughs> I don't. One of the things I don't get in this episode, right? Because he gets angry, and Claire's kind of like, "What was that?" And I was like, "He got like he lost his temper." This is the thing. But later on, when Davos loses his temper, and then he sort of calms himself. She sort of says, oh, what was it you did then? And he said, I centred myself. And I was like, Claire, have you never seen someone, like, you know, almost lose their temper but stop themselves? Like, that's, isn't that just the thing people do? Only if you're in Iron Fist in training. That's the only way you can do that. It seemed like it was an alien concept to her. She's like, I've seen Danny do that. Yeah, well, I've seen do everyone do it. where he, like, snaps his neck to the side and, like, <laughs> he's got a reboot. He, bro- <laughs> he broke his own neck. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> little Davos robot. Oh, um, yeah. So Claire, uh, this is when Claire uh, annoys Tammy and says that she thinks that Danny and Colleen's feelings are real. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, shut up, Claire. 
so then in the next scene, we're back in the penthouse of Doom. The entire the entirety of this scene, every time they showed that greenhouse, I was looking at it to see if we could see Carl. <laughs> I have a thought about the last scene, actually. Oh, go for it. Okay. Claire is shipping Danny and uh, Colleen. Oh, yeah. She's shipping them. She was shipping them on their first date, though. Remember when, like, they had their little date in the dojo and she stayed? It's because it's Luke is in prison. Like, she's living vicariously through (laughs) them. She's feeling lonely, guys. She needs, she needs to, you know, entertain herself somehow. This is her romance lo- novel, like real life. Yeah. <laughs> She's gonna go write some fan fiction later. Yes. <laughs> oh man, she's uh. Well, we see that she's saving like Luke's shirts. Um, so I imagine before Danny leaves, she's gonna be like, yeah, can I have that back? Cause I cuddle up to that when I'm sleeping and sniff oh, it. But now it's gonna smell like Danny. <laughs> it's gonna well, smell like dog. Those... Dog. <laughs> Yeah, those body pillows that are shaped like yeah. a man's torso. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What of Luke? <laughs> uh, uh, man, what are they called? A Manilo? Like a, a man pillow? Yeah, they're called Manilos. Because they're man pillows. I always remember what it's called because it sounds like Manilo. Like very Manilo, but it's Manilo. Yeah, she had a Luke Cage pillow and then she shot it a few times just to make it like more <laughs> authentic. <laughs> <laughs> So Harold is in the penthouse of Doom. He's boxing and he busts the the bag. Um, and I wrote in my notes that is one rank looking hand bandage you've got there, Harold. It was uh-huh. like all yellowing and gross, and I was like, oh, what's happening? Yeah. Oh, just gross. Uh, Joy's working yeah. on the laptop and she's investigating the rand fraud. And this is when we find out that Bakudo has started moving funds to South America. So that would fit in with with the. Um, the idea that Bakudo is the uh, the head of the hand for South America, which it, it is in he is in the comics. Um, this is when Harold sort of says that he wants revenge. Uh, he asks about Danny, but Joy says that his phone is dead, um, and she's worried about Ward. But he's like, oh, don't worry about him. And I was like, I really miss Ward. <laughs> Why isn't he in this yeah. episode? He hasn't been in the past two, has he? No, no. Yeah. Last thing we saw was when he went to the he's hospital. In a yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll see him again. They care more about Danny than Ward in this particular episode. They kept asking about Danny, but they rarely ever mentioned Ward. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we're the ones asking about Ward and Kyle. <laughs> we're like, what about Kyle? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think Kyle's still in that greenhouse, guys. I think, I think so, so too. too. I don't. Oh, that's so sad. That makes me really sad. <laughs> him into compost for the. Place. What if he's? What if he turns into man thing? <laughs> That would be amazing. Well, I said, I said last week he might rise from the dead like uh, uh, Uma Thurman in Batman and Robin, <laughs> like Poison Ivy. <laughs> and then he might dress in a giant gorilla suit, <laughs> like in that movie. Oh. Manzies. So dumb, so that film. Good, so bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Claire returns to her apartment. Uh, Davos has been told to watch over her. And she has ordered pizza. And this is when they talk about the uh, the books and Claire's trying to understand Danny. We find out that she is the breath of life and the Iron Fist is a force that lives in the dragon Sholau and Claire scoffs at dragons. And I'm like, Claire, like, like, <laughs> I agree with Davos. Like, he's like, why do you not believe in dragons? There's the, in this universe, Claire, there's the Incredible Hulk. There's Thor, who was a Greek god. And she's like, Ugh, dragons, <laughs> whatever. Like, I love that she's like, well, you mean like a Komodo dragon, right? I love the idea that she thought until this point <laughs> that Danny thought like a little Komodo dragon. 
He fought to uh, Figment the Dragon from Journey into Imagination. Oh, God, a little well, purple that, dragon that and a jumper. For sure. <laughs> um, I also like that, like, okay, so she ordered pizza because they needed food, and he's, he talks about, like, he doesn't want the food of this world, basically, because it's terrible for your body. Mm-hmm. But she's got, like, all this fruit sitting on her <laughs> counter. Why doesn't she just offer him that and be like, oh, you're, you know, okay, fine. Here, here's some fruit. You know, that's probably organic. I could see Claire going and buying that. You know why she's eating pizza? Because it's Luke's favorite food. And, you know, now she's, because she's with Luke, she's eating all his his favorite favorite foods and saying his favorite catchphrases. That's what you do when you're... in the show. Exactly. But that's what you do when you're sort of dating someone, apparently. You turn into them. (laughs) She didn't actually... What? Go on. I was just going to say, did Davos like the pizza more than he let on? I couldn't tell. I don't, he did take a second bite. He took two bites, yeah. But he did like he wasn't like ravenously well, eating it. So. I, I actually have trivia. I have an Easter egg about that pizza. Okay. So you can wait for that. A pizza egg, yes. So Davos says that he trained for the Iron Fist, but uh, uh, Lee Kung decided that Danny should enter the cave. He was the first outsider to be chosen. Um, which uh, I can understand is that part of the reason, again, that people had problems with this, you know, when they were saying that they should cast a different actor, because it is very much the white saviour. You know, he's but the also, first outsider to be picked. But mm-hmm. also, maybe I'm like not recognising mm-hmm. where like where this guy's actually from, but he doesn't look like he'd be from, like, a Tibet. Well, no, because no, uh, he's definitely... I mean, he refers to Lee Kung as his father, but, the like, the actor who plays Lee Kung is Chinese, and obviously Davos is not Chinese, and Davos yeah. has a very strong Manchester accent, so I was like, you are yeah, clearly so- not from Finland, you're from <laughs> Manchester, mate. <laughs> How is he not an outsider? <laughs> I imagine that it's like he uh, is, like, an adopted son of Lee Kung instead, but they're going with that, which I don't, you know, I don't mind. It's, it doesn't change it either way. I think it makes it a bit more interesting, but then it kind of goes against the whole idea of saying he's the first outsider to be chosen. Well, but then I guess, maybe, I guess maybe that's why you know Davos wasn't chosen. So well, maybe yes. maybe he, he's not including himself as an insider. Maybe he's if if he had been chosen, then he would have been the first outsider. Yeah, chosen. maybe <laughs> maybe he was uh, just vying for the title of first outsider. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be the first outsider. Uh, Claire thinks that Danny should stay in, in New York. Davos, this is when Davos gets angry, and he says that Danny stole the fist. Um, and then he apologizes for raising his voice, and he reboots, as Brad says. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says he's going to make Danny return to Kunlun, even if he has to force him to. And pizza arrives, and Colleen has delivered it. So Colleen's been a creeper as well, hanging out outside until the pizza turned up, I guess. Yeah. What's with everyone yeah. being creepers? Yeah. Because, like, if they didn't order pizza, like, how long was she just going to stand outside the building? <laughs> Listen, the first thing did. Bakudo teaches you is how to creep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like the SNL song, The Creep, that John Waters teaches everyone how to be a creep. <laughs> That'd be amazing. John Waters has a class at this school where Bakuto just teaches everyone to creep and grow little pencil moustaches. Um... <laughs> So Colleen is kind of uh, defending herself against Claire because Claire's really pissed off at her. Um, and then she goes to leave, but Claire's like, no, actually, don't worry. You can go and see Danny or whatever. Yeah. 
Um, Danny's meditating on the roof in his his Luke Cage t-shirt, which is gigantic. Yeah. I like to think that Mike Coulter wore that that shirt. Like what? they didn't just get a, that same size to be in the Iron Fist show. They like had Mike Coulter wear it Actually, and like fun. just stretch it out just in the right ways. I, yeah, I like that as well. <laughs> I actually thought it would be bigger. But it looked like it should be bigger than that. Like, it was big. But... Luke Cage always wears his t-shirts, like, super tight, though. Yeah. Like, he doesn't wear baggy t-shirts, Luke Cage. He always wants to show off his his physique, so... I thought All it made of us sense. want him to show off his physique. <laughs> <laughs> um, his wound is bleeding through the dressing, as we can see, and this is when we get... Um, he's trying to focus, but we get flashbacks again to the cave... Colleen and Tammy's favourite, the plane. Oh, God, the plane. You love the plane, Tammy. I can hate the plane. We, d- we didn't get the, 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 you know, the lines again of, I love you, Danny, I love you, son, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, in the next scene, we see Danny in his robes in the snow, waiting on a rock and adding a little pebble to the pile because he's guarding the gate and uh, is obviously very <laughs> bored. And um, Davos is like, yeah, this is what the rest of your life will be like. <laughs> <laughs> have fun with that I, bye why didn't you think of this before a lot of people don't I, think about life choices <laughs> I just yeah I just don't think he really thought about what the job entailed He, I mean because he says he thought once he got that job he would be full you know there's something empty inside of him but it doesn't you know you've got to find the happiness within Matt not externally or something isn't that what they say I don't know <laughs> Um, but I like, I don't mind this set, because obviously it is a set, except for the fact, the thing that I find really distracting is there's no breath coming out of their mouths. I always find that distracting in films or TV when there's snow on the ground and it's meant to be cold, but they're talking and there's no breath coming out. It just completely takes me out at the moment. So I wish they'd like, maybe not added it digitally because it always looks bad, but just done something. I don't know. Um, Yeah. So, uh, we see Kunlun in the distance. It's the first time we've seen Kunlun. He looks okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a little temple. I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to go vacation there. <laughs> you have to wait, like, until the gates open again, Tammy. <laughs> you have to wait a while. <laughs> so, Colleen arrives on the roof, and she tells him he needs to go to hospital, and she doesn't know who to believe. Um, and then she says she cares about Danny, and Danny's, like, super butthurt, and, again, I don't think he acts that very well. And then they both basically stay, I'm Romeo, you're Juliet, goodbye. <laughs> and she leaves. Yeah. Um, one of the things I got excited about, for no reason whatsoever, is on the roof, we can see in the corner there's a barbecue, and in the comics there was a barbecue where... Uh, there was a barbecue. There was a scene in which Hawkeye was having a barbecue on his roof and Daredevil just turned up for some food and I kind of want to see that in one of these shows just like one of them having a barbecue like Danny having a barbecue on the roof and Daredevil just turns up in costume for, for some food <laughs> I just I love I love them hanging out um, I love every time in the comics as well that they just hang out in bars like Daredevil and Spider-Man in full costume <laughs> just hanging out in a bar having a drink um, I like the idea that Daredevil just goes around and sneaks into people's barbecues <laughs> absolutely <laughs> That's what he uses his powers for most of the time. <laughs> He's standing there on, like, uh, the Chrysler building. He's like, I smell a barbecue three blocks to the left. Daredevil away. Uh, so in the next scene, Davos tries the pizza. Um, it looks really cold, so I can imagine it's not that nice. I was like, that yeah. pizza looks floppy and cold, and I don't like the looks of it. 
I wasn't sure why he wasn't eating it with two hands. He's like just trying to. He's never eaten it before. <laughs> He's eating food though. You're allowed to use two hands. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can have one ready to fight. <laughs> or it might be like some certain civilizations. You know, like I know when I was in Singapore, you had to um, eat with one hand because it's implied to eat with both because the other hand would be used to wipe your butt. Which is not what I did because I was staying somewhere with Luro. But that's the thing. Like one hand is for wiping your butt, one hand is for eating. So maybe it's that. Maybe in Kunlun they don't whoa. have toilet paper. Yeah. Whoa. 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 <laughs> Brad, were you unaware of this? I was unaware of this. I was very unaware of this, and I don't like this. Next time you watch Iron Fist, Brad, just imagine that Danny doesn't know about Luro and he's wiping his butt with his hand. Brad, there's there's whole cultures that just use their bare hand. <laughs> yep. It's, they, just, they, it's they, just the the implication is that the hand would be unclean after this act. So there's an implication there's not proper hand washing going on. Oh, they wash it. You're they, never going to get that hand clean. It's been used they, for, for everything, like just for wiping your butt. Yeah, they think we're gross for using toilet paper and just smearing it all around in there. <laughs> yep. I can hear I can hear Brad having a panic attack from here. <laughs> dying, dying. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Danny wants to return the uh, the tablet of information they got from China to Harold, um, and he says all he wants is to see the hand destroyed. Uh, Claire asked Davos to leave again. <laughs> I put a sad face. I was like, I totally understand why Davos gets more and more pissed off in this in this episode because everyone's talking behind his back, you know, about the hands every, and everything. Could, um, could every male that isn't uh, the Iron Fist just leave the room for a second? <laughs> <laughs> Only Iron Fist's allowed, uh, okay? Uh, are you the Iron Fist out? Oh, sorry, you're going to have to leave. Sorry. Aww. the rules. Reminding <laughs> Davos that he is not the Iron Fist and reminding Danny that he is the Iron Fist, but he has no Iron Fist. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um, Claire tells Danny that he can do more than destroy. He needs to deal with the rage and pain from his childhood. And Danny thanks her and asks to borrow her car. And I think Matt was saying last week, why does Claire have a car? She's in New York. <laughs> no one in New York has a car. Where's she driving to? Yeah, I mean, because the only... Superhero buddies. Yeah, because right, the one time they used the car in Luke Cage, wasn't it her mom's catering van or something? Yeah, it was her yeah. van. So she's bought a car since then. Where is she getting this money? She's not working. Where is she... I was going to say, where is she getting those books? But they're from the library. But still. <laughs> <laughs> Use the internet, Claire. <laughs> uh... <laughs> So, in the hospital, Colleen visited, visits Becca to talk. She needs some antibiotics and she can't go to the compound. And immediately I was like, oh, this, is, you know, this isn't going to end well. Well, I, immediately I was like, I love that pink purple in her hair. I know. <laughs> I liked Becca's hair as well. Yeah, it looked really cool. I like all these little, uh, you know, these little ex-students of hers <laughs> that turn yeah. up in this that are just going against her. Uh, so Danny goes to the penthouse of doom. Joy is not pleased with him. Davos has been learning to creep because he's lurking in the elevator. Uh, and he's not pleased that uh, Harold also knows about the Iron Fist. I love that because when he, cause don't they walk up to him or something? And Harold goes, does he also have the Iron Fist? And Davos like, looks at Danny like, you've told him as well. And also, no, I don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you should just get a T-shirt at this point. <laughs> I don't have the Iron Fist, okay? Um, and this is when they make their plan about drawing Bakudo out by closing the accounts. Um, Danny doesn't mention that he doesn't have the Iron Fist at the moment, and Davos is just giving him the look. 
And yeah. it's great. I love it. And Joy is shocked that there might be murder involved in this plan. Oh, Joy. Yeah, I, I feel bad for Joy. She just needs to get out. She needs yeah. to, like, drop her family and be somewhere else. It's yeah. Like, yeah, I, I can't with you crazy people. <laughs> get far away from the other mentions. Yeah. Far away. Don't say anything, just leave. Just yeah, leave. Just yeah. go. Um, Colleen... Are better yet, better yet. <laughs> what if the Meachams just left town, all three of them, and they started a hotel together? <laughs> <laughs> That's our new Netflix series. Meacham. Meacham Heights. <laughs> Meacham Towers. Oh, that would be great. And then can we have, like, Gordon Ramsay go and uh, review it as part of Hotel Hell? That would be amazing. And he's just, uh, he's just yelling at Harold Meacham. And swearing at him. Oh, it'd be brilliant. And then, oh, it'd be great. Now I'm imagining too much. So, okay, so Col- uh, Colleen is waiting outside the hospital for Becca. Becca then gives her antibiotics. And, of course, hands her over to the hand. Which, of course, of course she's going oh, to, like... Oh, sorry, Claire, we got to mm-hmm. back up for just a minute. We met okay. Gary. Oh, no, 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 we meet him in the next scene. We Should met, we the guy just, we met uh... is Singleton. We met Singleton, I think. I think Gary's in the next scene. No, he's he's standing here, right, with, um... Oh, is he? Yeah, oh. and he goes, yeah, he, oops, no, I skipped ahead. Gosh darn it. Right, isn't it the, or, or it's maybe. It's the white guy. Because, yeah. Gary is the white guy. <laughs> yeah, Gary's the white guy. The one that was in the Miami thing, or whatever. Yes. About. Well, we should maybe say. um so quick that I just assumed it's all one scene. <laughs> well, Matt and Mel, obviously, or Brad weren't here last week, so we should say about Gary, the new Kyle. Um. Matt A was our guest last week and he had the notes for this episode instead of last week. So we made him read one of his quotes for this week and his quote was about Gary. And then we were basically talking about Gary and how maybe Gary's going to be the next great character. And we were looking forward to meeting Gary. And this is when Gary shows up and says nothing. All we know about him is his name's Gary and he helped with the Miami plan or whatever it was. Yeah, That doesn't mean he's not going to be great. Well, I don't know. I said that, um, you know, we'll spend the entire episode looking for Gary and singing the Where's Gary song from uh, Spongebob Squarepants. Yeah. Where's Gary? <laughs> I do feel like I spent a good portion of this episode going, all right, when's Gary showing up? <laughs> where's Gary? I did think that, like, when um, every male character turned up, I was like, is that Gary? I can't remember who Gary is. <laughs> um, Harold is telling Joy that his plan is to come back to public life. Um and then this is when I put, I miss Ward. <laughs> and this mm-hmm. is when Harold snaps at her again and tells her to shut down the accounts. And then he puts a creepy hand on her shoulder. And I was like, I agree with you, Joy. I'd be creeped out by that as well. Yeah. Ugh. Listen to your instincts, Joy. She's yeah. in such a hard place, though, right? Like, I just yeah. I feel bad for her overall. Yeah. yeah. I do as well. But, I mean, she could she could get away. She decided to stay. She could, but yeah, when you haven't seen your dad in like 20 years and you're like, oh my god, you're back, like, how, it's like, probably feels like a dream come true, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's so hard to pull yourself away from that, even though he does, you know, show really obvious signs of being really <laughs> abusive and... Yeah, like, <laughs> d- like wasting that 40-year-old scotch from last week, that's a crime. And, oh yeah, and you killed Kyle, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Colleen is tied to this trolley, Hannibal Lecter style, and led into the basement. And this is when Bakudo appears again like a, a creep. <laughs> um, and he says he doesn't believe in her anymore, but at least in her final moment, she will still be giving to the hand. And 
there's all blood bags and stuff, so I'm guessing they're going to drain her blood like they do for the um, the cookie yeah. jar of resurrection or whatever we call it. The urn. Yeah. I, I, the I urn think vampires. Like a, yeah, the urn vampires. That's what I, I thought they were going to do. Yeah. So I wonder if at this point they have actually resuscitated Electra, the hand, or she gets resuscitated. We're actually going to see her get resuscitated in The Defenders. Yeah, I don't know. So. I wonder. Um, and then Mary and Brian, uh, I think his name's Brian, are taunting Colleen, and Colleen does an awesome headbutt and steals this knife off Mary, and it's pretty cool. And during their their fighting, she also pops her with her butt. Did she? Oh, I missed that. Yes. Oh. I'm all about butt popping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like. I don't think this is a thing because <laughs> I swear this has happened twice now <laughs> in the show. It's one of her signature moves, butt popping. If you can uh, find a screen cap of that, Tammy, please post it in the group. Yeah, I'll have to. Yeah, I, I would have to do that. I did notice that Colleen, I, I think Mary did it to Colleen, like punched her right in the middle of the back or maybe Colleen did it to oh, Mary. And I was yeah. like, oh my God, that would hurt. Ah. Um, so meanwhile, Danny and Davos are hanging out outside in the car. And we find out that Danny doesn't have a license, but it doesn't matter because he's rich. Mm. <laughs> All right. I'm glad he's learned that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and then we get this weird story about they were going to go and like creep, like it couldn't, and they were going to go and creep on some girls in the village. But in the yeah. end, they just ended up seeing, <laughs> seeing Davos' dad doing his private nude meditations. <laughs> going guys <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and i love that danny then says oh do you think um do you think the thunderer might have been wrong and davos takes it that danny's asking if he <laughs> thinks he might have been wrong about doing nude meditations <laughs> it's so funny um they talk about both uh, having anger flashes of anger uh, davos says that danny shouldn't question his teachings but sometimes anger gets the best of him too because he thought that the iron fist was his birthright i feel so bad for davos at this point yeah and he says that Danny took it and ran. And Danny says that he's always felt empty and the Iron Fist didn't fix him. And then I'm probably thinking, well, Davos is like, well, give it to me then. I'll do it. Yeah. So, yeah. And this is when we find out uh, what the hawk means that was in the start of the series. We had him obviously in a few episodes, like with the little hawk tattoo on the, you know, the guy that died in the park. So we see yeah. what it all means. Uh, we see Wait. Danny in the mountains. He sees the hawk as a sign, and he knew the way to Kunlun was open, and that's when he ran off. Go I was that. wondering about that, that as a sign, because what happens if the hawk, like, if the door isn't open, does the hawk just kind of slam into an invisible wall? That's what I imagined, <laughs> like in uh, Cabin in the Woods, yeah. you know, when the hawk flies into the electric fence thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand how that's a sign. <laughs> oh, I imagine it more that, like, the hawk would fly because he says something like he sees it flying and getting further and further away i imagine it more like in in wonder woman with like um themyscira where like the the hawk would fly and then at some point it would just disappear because it's almost gone through the the barrier you know yeah um i don't know um (laughs) then davos says that kundan needs uh danny's protection and he needs to go home he needs to come home and he says what is keeping you here anyway and then we see, because Colleen is escaping, Danny runs to her and they fight. Colleen tells him he should destroy her. Danny talks him, her down and they hug and Davos watches. 
And he's either upset because she's the hand, or he's jealous because he loves Danny. I think it might be a bit of both. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I thought that was going to go a different way. I thought uh, he was going to go off and help Colleen, and then Davos was going to have to face uh, that dude alone and die, and then Danny would feel bad. <laughs> oh, that would be so sad. Poor Davos. <laughs> and then, like, as as Bakudo's, like, killing Davos, he would go... Huh, you're not even the Iron Fist, and then Davos dies. <laughs> what a dick! <laughs> Aww. Uh, that was the episode, guys. Uh, does anyone have any quotes? I have a few. You seem to be, uh, what was it? You seem to be quite skilled or something? Oh, you seem to be a very uh, gifted healer. I like, I like, yeah, yeah. I like when, uh, I like the quote before when Daniel was like, that was two, and she's like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I like when, uh, they're talking about dragons, and Davos just says, I don't know who Pete is. <laughs> that really yeah. made me laugh. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, he's so serious about yeah. it. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, I've got another I've one. I've got, uh, oh, oh, go, go ahead. Uh, uh, I've got the one that Claire's, oh, go on, no, no, go on, Terry. You go, you go. Okay. Uh, when Claire says, just make your hand glow or whatever. <laughs> uh, I've got the one that she says to Colleen, which is, did you think about trying a different name for the group, like the ear or the arm? <laughs> yes. Or the foot. Or the foot, or the finger, or the thumb, or the spleen. <laughs> Uh, I, I like when that one place. character asked uh, Davos if he had the Iron Fist, <laughs> aka every character. <laughs> we should say Matt A's quote from last week for this episode, which is, "You vouch for him? That's Gary." <laughs> <laughs> which was how we discovered our love of Gary. Um, I also like Davos eating pizza, going, "It's chewy." <laughs> yeah, it's not horrible. <laughs> yeah, but he only ate those two bites and he was out. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, phew, a distraction. Um, yeah. Any other quotes? I actually did quotes before uh, Easter eggs. I'm so sorry, guys. I've kept you hungry. I apologize. Now I don't know whether up is up and down is down anymore. <laughs> Cats and dogs living together. It'll be out of key. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, ready for Easter eggs? Easter eggs about pizza. Hmm. Okay. okay, so the place uh, Claire gets the pizza from is Joe's, which is um, really supposed to be the best slice of pizza in New York City, which is why she does that little impression. It was um, opened in 1975. It's a family-run pizza place known as the best slice in New York City. It's also the place that Peter Parker was working in at the start of Spider-Man 2 when he was delivering pizza you know, by being Spider-Man. However... Joe's is located in the West Village, and Claire lives all the way up at number 588 on West 147th Street. So even if you got there as quick as you could, that pizza is at least an hour old and is probably stone cold. That's why he didn't like it. Yeah. I was like, why would you like, Why would you order it all that way? I feel, too, that like there's got to be like every single pizza place in New York says it's the best slice in New York. Like, I feel like every restaurant does that yeah. thing. How can we get the empirical truth? Yeah. <laughs> we have to try them all. Exactly. <laughs> what we should do is we should ask the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, because I'm sure they've tried every pizza place in New York, and they would know. Yeah, um, they have, like, tasted pizza, like marshmallow anchovy pizza. Or like... <laughs> No. <laughs> but apparently this uh, like Joe's is like a, a you know a Greenwich you know 
legend, you know. So next uh, visit to New York, Tammy. Yeah. Joe's Pizza. Uh, and there was only other one little Easter egg, which is that um, Bakudo mentions at one point that Gavin, who is one of uh, Colleen's ex-students, was orphaned during the incident, which is the incident at the end of the Avengers. Very exciting. And that was your Easter eggs, guys. Your pizza eggs. When are they going to give that incident a name? <laughs> it's just the incident. I know, like... like There could be other incidents. <laughs> <laughs> there are other incidents. I mean, I guess in New York they say the incident, but, I mean, even in, like... London, you know, in London we've had like tons of bombings, you know, over the years and stuff, but we don't just call them the bombing, you know. Yeah. It would be like having something happen in the States and just referring to it as the shooting. It'd yeah. be like, well, no, no more shootings will occur after this. <laughs> yeah, this will be the last one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have well, we one. Uh, we have one a piece of feedback this week from Nutty Nuchas. Does someone want to read it? I, I can. Yay. Thanks, Mel. Yeah. It starts with, I have delayed in sending feedback. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm just going to switch chairs here with Matt. <laughs> well, he, like, removes all the cords in my way. Um, <laughs> Matt. <laughs> All right. I have delayed in sending feedback, so I hope I remember our reactions. We, Tech and I, tried to power through to the end because he was invited onto a panel at Balticon. Uh, quote, Iron Fist and where they went wrong. <laughs> to be the martial arts expert. Um, they had a comics expert, a TV business expert, an action movie expert, and tech, the martial arts expert. Yay. We got through all but the last episode, and he did the panel without the last episode. We still haven't gotten to it. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping to see a dragon in this one, but no. We get Kunlun, but no dragon. Sad. Nutty is sad. Nutty, <laughs> hang in there. We might see a dragon. Winks at Brad. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't put don't get any like Game of Thrones type hopes, Nutty. <laughs> <laughs> so this whole episode is flashback, telling us stuff we all already know in uh, Davos slash Danny Eggs. I kinda got a ship vibe with Davos and Claire and then it fizzled. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that too. Danny wearing Luke Cage's shirt? No, I don't think so. (laughs) We recreated this at Balticon. Jason, former guest on your podcast, is playing the role of Luke Cage, and Tech is playing the role of Danny Rand. They switched shirts, and this is what it looks like, and she sent a picture. And I've posted it in the Skype so you guys can see it, and it is quite funny. Tech is wearing the biggest t-shirt in the world. I'll put that in the uh, on the page. Not a shirt that is a little too big. It should look like a dress. <laughs> um, both Colleen and Danny are brainwashed cult people, and they Agreed. suddenly change their minds. Why? Colleen, I guess, wow. because she... <laughs> Matt says love. <laughs> <laughs> the power of love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Colleen, I guess, because she didn't want to be drained of her blood and then killed. But why does Danny stop being pissy and forgive her? Really, this episode could have been five minutes of another episode. So far, this whole show could have been shortened to six episodes. And it would have been tighter, and we would have loved it. Colleen is a badass, though. New chest. Thank you, Nutty. I do. We've said it a lot. I think, like, it could really be ten episodes this season. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we'll, have to, we'll see how Defenders does with being ten episodes instead. 
Um, and that was our feedback for this week. And once again, I forgot to post a reminder. I'm sorry, guys. I am still ill. I'm having surgery tomorrow. So hopefully by next week, I will be skipping and cartwheeling down the street and <laughs> be on top of the world or something. I don't know. Uh, you'll be holding infinity stone in your hand and I will. whatever power it I, at the soul stone I don't yeah. think I could even do somersaults so that's <laughs> did you figure out which infinity stone it is well which, going by have? the Marvel Cinematic Universe the only one left is the orange stone and that is the and the only stone that hasn't been used is the soul stone so I'm going to have power over all the souls Brad be warned <laughs> <laughs> well that's not going to be very useful coming for your soul <laughs> And your spirit or something <laughs> coming you'll from be the only, you'll, you'll be the only person with a soul. <laughs> you'll actually like acquire a soul from the gym. What if it gave me power over all the fish that are souls? So I had an army of fish. <laughs> well, what, what if it just souls? gives you the powers over the bottom of people's feet? <gasps> wow. What, what if it's I, SOL and you get the power of the stun? Oh, that would be quite quite cool. Because then I would make it, every day would be mild weather. It would not be too hot or too cold. It would be perfect. <laughs> I, Claire, I think you should have this power. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> uh, right, well, now it's time to rate this episode. Brad, thank you so much for being our very last-minute guest. <laughs> Cheers, no problem. <laughs> and what would you like to rate this very special I, episode? Um... Uh, well, a big problem with this episode, there's no Ward, so that hurts it a lot. Agreed. Um, obviously, there's no Kyle, and there's no Ward, so I don't even know what the hell this is. <laughs> um, listen, when I watch a show called Iron Fist, I don't want to see Iron Fist doing things. I want to see everybody else. I will give it points because there's not a lot of fighting in this episode. And I know people have complained that there's there wasn't enough fighting in this show, and I feel the exact opposite. Too many fight scenes... I don't care about fight scenes. No, thank you. I want fucking boardroom scenes, damn it. <laughs> you, and, you and Matt A need to rewrite yeah. your own version of Iron Fist, because that's exactly what he said. Yeah, He's like, I, he just wants it to be corporate shenanigans. Yes, I love it. Like, like it would be great. <laughs> like, let's let's bring, um, let's bring back, um, um, oh crap, what was the show with uh, James Spader and Bill Shatner? Um, oh, Boston, Boston, Boston Legal. Boston Legal. Yeah. yeah, Boston Legal oh, with the yeah. Meachums. That's what I want the show to be. <laughs> oh, that'd be so good! <laughs> yeah. Um, but, I don't know. It was. This is an entertaining episode. It's fine, I guess. I watched it at two times speed, so... Um, I'm... I don't know. I think it's okay. Uh, Davos... I, I just love Davos getting <laughs> constantly humiliated. <laughs> it amuses me. Um, he's he's ah. constantly being fist-shamed. He's constantly shaming Constant fist shaming. Um, so, and I like, uh, I don't know, I like that Colleen uh, finally figures out that maybe the hand aren't that great at the end. <laughs> so, I'll give it, I don't know, uh, 7 out of 10, um, not the Iron Fist. <laughs> cool. Um, Tammy. Brad stole my rating exactly. <laughs> 7 out of 10, lack of Iron Fist. I just no Kyle that's already points off uh, no Ward um, Joy needs to get the hell out of, of the situation she's in um, I love Davos 
but I don't care about anyone else. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just, uh, it kind of fell flat. So, yeah, that's why I gave it a 7 out of 10. It was it was fine. It was, it, that's cool. Uh, yeah, it was fine. <laughs> I didn't hate it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not horrible, a bit like that pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I guess it moved the story along in that we learned more about the ba- Danny's background. And so it's just kind of weird that we're getting this in episode 11. Mm-hmm. It just seems out of place <laughs> to like learn it. Like at this point in episode 11, I don't care anymore how he became the Iron Fist. Yeah. It's because well, <laughs> like, obviously they've introduced Davos now, like so late in the show. Um, well, Danny could have shared that with Colleen at some point. Like it didn't yeah. have to be that because Davos was there. Yeah. True. Um, so I just think it's kind of like, yeah, yeah, okay, he became Iron Fist. Like, I don't need, at this point, I don't I don't need to know how anymore because we just have seen him as the Iron Fist. It's that whole thing of, like, that's why so many superhero movies, like, that first movie is always so painful because it's their origin story. And it's like, yeah. oh, can we just get their origin story? Like, this show, I, I kind of like that we didn't have this huge origin of how um, he became an Iron Fist. You see Danny Rand wrestling a Komodo dragon. I mean, <laughs> that's, true. that's true. In the last in the last five minutes of the show, I'll be like, "Well, I was wrong, guys." <laughs> I that origin story. <laughs> oh. oh, that would be great. Uh, okay, Melanie Gow. Melanie Gow. Oh, Madam Gow. I hope she gets out. <laughs> She will. You um, can't keep Madame Gao locked up. You can't. You can't keep her. Yeah, she's she's got her ways. She's she was born um, free, free as the wind. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, this episode was fine. It's just like very average. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So far, it feels like a very average show to me. Mel, stop hating on this show. <laughs> <laughs> what? Stop hating on this show, Mel. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Oh, we're going to get some hate mail now. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's just like, it's not, every episode just feels like just, you know, not great, not terrible. It's just okay. And that's mm-hmm. fine. You know, I have no problem with that. Like everything, I don't know. There's some good stuff and bad stuff. Yeah. I don't know. 6.5 out of 10. Kyle Compost. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm crying. I'm not laughing. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> too soon, Mel. Too soon. Uh, Matt. Uh, agreed. This was mostly just okay. Uh, like most of the show has been, I think it's just been okay. It wasn't as bad as uh, everyone's been saying no, this series it's not is, that bad. but it's not great either. So all this episode did really was ac- accomplished for me was uh, to make me like Danny less and Davos more. So I'm Team Davos. Yay. Uh, <laughs> I'll give it a 6.5 out of 10 not terrible pizzas. <laughs> Just all right. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. I was thinking 6.5, but I've gone up to a 7 because I do really like Davos in this episode, and I do agree with a lot of the stuff he says, and I find him really entertaining in the way that I find Ward entertaining. I just like watching the actor because you can see this stuff going on under the surface in the way he plays it um uh and i i just feel bad for davos as well so and by him being in this show as well at this point it does kind of show danny up to be 
uh, you know, have made some very selfish decisions, which I don't mind too much because I actually quite like it when the you can have the protagonists of these shows be do unlikable things as well. It makes them real. It's like uh, why when I watch Daredevil, a lot of the time I'm like, oh, Matt, you're such an idiot. What are you doing? Um, I like that. I like them not being perfect people. Um, mm. But yeah, I love I love Davos. I'm missing Ward like anything. I wish Ward was back in it. Uh, we need Ward. Um, Claire didn't irritate me too much in this episode, so that's good. Whereas she's really irritated me in previous episodes of this um, this series. Uh, so yeah, I will give it a seven out of ten. Gary's. <laughs> uh, that gives gives it an average of six point eight out of ten. And as I always say, that is a perfectly reasonable score. (laughs) (laughs) So, guys, uh, well, Brad, sorry, you're our special guest. Thank you so much again for coming on last minute. Cheers. What uh, what would you like to plug this week? Um, Guys, you can hear me on the Ramjack podcast talking about all sorts of shenanigans. We recently watched an episode of Unsolved Mysteries that was bonkers. Nice. (laughs) Um. Real, real bonkers. If you want to hear about people sweating gold, which is a thing that can what? apparently happen, what? but not at all happen, <laughs> um, check that out. Um, also, uh, you can hear me with Matt and Mel on the Twin Peaks podcast, um, hating David Lynch, apparently, and being a social <laughs> justice warrior. <laughs> How dare you? How yeah. dare you on all fronts, Brad? <laughs> <laughs> And you can also hear Brad uh, with me and Tammy on Calavici Fashion Cast. As I said, podcasting is very incestuous. We all do stuff with each other. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, do you guys have anything else you want to plug this week? Matt and Mel, Twin Peaks podcast, obviously still going on. Poopalcast. Uh, you're doing we'll Carnival this week, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Is it this week? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I know that's the next one. I know Matt A said... The next one you're doing is Carnival and The Wire. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, I actually was on Hopalcast recently as part of um, mine and Matt A's continuing Timothy Oliphant uh, movie marathon <laughs> that we're doing as part of Hopalcast uh, to answer the question, Timothy Oliphant, good actor, bad actor. <laughs> what do you think? Um, oh, I think he's a good actor. Um, we did a, a wintry uh, film uh, six months ago, we did Dreamcatcher. So to celebrate mm. the summer, we did Perfect Getaway, um, which is a, a fun a fun ride film, <laughs> um, which Matt and Will, who were on the episode as well, had never seen, but I've seen um, several times. And we did a commentary for that, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, so I'm sure that will be released soon on the Hooplecast feed. Uh, so if you like that film or have never seen it, then feel free to... Listen to that and watch along with the movie and get all of our thoughts on early Chris Hemsworth film career and also on how much we hate Steve Zahn. <laughs> so next week, guys, we have the episode Bar the Big Boss. Uh, bar, bar the Big Boss? Bar, bar the Big Boss. Bar the Big Boss. Maybe it's Barbara right, the Big Boss. <laughs> bar for sure. Yeah. Uh, and then the description of this, because it has no spoilers, is... Ward, reco- Ward receives an offer with strings attached. Davos advocates for an extreme solution. Uh-oh. Uh, and a deadly duel gets personal. Mm. Mm. I feel, feel that this is the episode that Danny finds out he's actually in a video game. <laughs> <laughs> because he's fighting a big boss. A big boss. <laughs> you gotta collect 
Bob. He's going to collect a jewel. It's He's fighting Dr. Finished. Robotnik from Sonic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, no, Davos got roboticized. Oh, no. Oh, no. He turns into Davros from Doctor Who and fights him with an army of Daleks. Uh, cool. Uh, Brad, do you want to take us out with an Excelsior or a... Are you the Iron Fist? No. <laughs> Whatever you would like. <laughs> Amazing. Are you the Iron Fist? <laughs> Bye, no, everyone. The answer's always no. No. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening. You can comment and send feedback to us by emailing defenderspod at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Defenders Podcast or on Twitter at Defenders Pod. Defenders Podcast is created under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 3.0 Unported International License. That means you can share it, you can send it to your friends, you just can't make any money off of it. You can't change it and you have to link back to us and our site. Excelsior!